Dr. Hagedorn, you're from the Robert Koch Institute from Berlin and you're here in Brandenburg in the woods, in nature, and you're running around with a white flag collecting ticks. Why are you doing that? Uh, there are two uh, reasons why we are doing like this. In the last year we observed that in Germany more exotic tick species are running around and we want to know what tick species are endemic in Germany. And the second reason is that to see when the ticks are active or how the pattern of the activity uh, is changing by the climate change because uh, the, the uh, last two years were extreme and we have seen that uh, some tick species went down in the activity uh, and other uh, tick species uh, increased their activity so that uh, we want to have an overview about this activity of the ticks. So we're here in Brandenburg's forests and we're looking for ticks actually. Mm -hmm. so, so is this the right place to find ticks or is it more like a meadow where you can find it? Uh, the, normally the tick needs, uh, the tick that is endemic in Germany needs uh, humid and uh, warm places. So forest and uh, grassland is the best uh, habitat for them. Uh, but for some exotic ticks, uh, it's, uh, they are coming from areas where it's really dry and um, hot and then they have no uh, problems to live in areas where the normal tick is not endemic and uh, so the area where ticks are uh, uh, existing is right. wider than before. So yeah. now we are looking for ticks and we are using this white flag. So, so how do you do that? We, we take it and we wait that the tick, they are in the ambush now here. And so you are more or less simulating someone who is going through the forest. Exactly. And so let's take a look. Exactly. If I caught something. Right. Yeah. Okay. What we've got here. Yeah. We, we, we look like in a book. No. We start yeah. on the left, and that we don't lose any tick. And yeah. uh, we look, for example, here. It's a nymph. That is the most important uh, tick stage because it's small, and you don't identify if it's biting but it can transfer all uh, diseases that are uh, occurring in Germany. So, okay. So they can feed from five to seven days. And in this time, it's an idle vector. Uh, they can transmit a lot of uh, pathogens and uh, the infection rate is uh, high. So what kind of diseases are transmitted by ticks? I mean, the most important one. The, the, the most important uh, Tick-borne disease in Germany is uh, is Lyme disease, so it's caused by Borrelia, Borrelia burgdorferi, and the second uh, common uh, disease in Germany is TBE, that is transmitted mainly in the risk areas in the south of Germany, and uh, which is a virus. It's a virus exactly. Right. So we have bacterial uh, pathogens that most important is Borrelia and Rickettsiosis in the world. Yeah. And uh, the viral uh, diseases, one of them is TBE. This is important in Europe, most important import, uh, in Europe, but worldwide, Krimkonger uh, hamarag fever is the most uh, transmitted viral uh, disease by ticks. Okay, so and if I take a look here at the ticks and if some of them would sting me or if they bite me, um, how long would it take for um, the uh, transmission of the pathogens? It depends on, on the pathogen. Bacterial uh, pathogens normally need a time to wander 
out of the body of the tick in the mouse part and then is transmitted. This can need to 24 hours. In Germany, Borrelia, for example, needs at least six, seven hours to, to go there and uh, to be dangerous for infecting. But, but this would mean if I would realize that there's a tick on me and I would just simply remove it, that there's no risk of getting this infection then? Yes, at least the risk is really reduced. So, so it's very important for me to remove the tick as fast as, as possible. Fast as possible. Exactly. Not seeing a doctor, just rip it out? In, uh, if you know that you are within some hours at home, you can do it at home with a forceps or with a tick card. Uh, but in the forest, if you know you need 20 hours to return home, you do it immediately by hand. The good thing is that I'm always close to a doctor. So, so what you see here? Yeah, this is an adult uh, uh, Exodus rhizinus tick. Uh, when, if it's biting you, you realize quite fast because it's growing up to, to one centimeter. Right. And uh, it's quite prominent and then probably you will remove it. Within the one to 12 days it is feeding and uh, Uh, this is uh, not a really dangerous uh, stage of the tick. The dangerous stage is a nymph. Is there anything I can do to prevent being bitten by a tick? Because I love to be outside here in nature and I don't want to miss it out. Some rules you can fol follow to prevent to be bitten by a tick. For example, to move always on pathway that are with uh, sand or they are fixed so that the ticks are not able to run over it and of course ticks uh, are not able to bite you there. Okay. Or in the, in the margins of the pathways there is often, often grass and on the grass of course there can be ticks. You have to prevent to go inside the high grass and uh, to go in areas where the ticks are quite common. And uh, another uh, point is to your, your clothes. You should uh, wear uh, shoes that are uh, robust and they are uh, protecting your food and long trousers and long sleeves. Uh, I even see sometimes people going around um, in the forest and they put their trousers into their socks. So is it a great way to protect being bitten? Yes, it's a great way, but it's important because uh, the, the tick normally takes away from downstairs upstairs. They have an instinct to go up and uh, so they go inside the, uh, the trousers and uh, climb upstairs until the head if you want. What about those chemical repellents you can buy? Are they helpful? They are helpful. You have two types of chemical repellents. One that you can put directly on the skin. And the another type is to put it on the trousers that uh, protect uh, the poison, the, the tick. The one that you, you put on the skin is uh, smelling really bad for the, uh, for the tick. And uh, for this reason, they don't come to you and they don't bite you. And if I've been bitten by a tick, do I just pull it out or do I have to twist it out? The ticks are no screw, so you don't screw. You pull them out with a steady uh, movement, and uh, uh, this is the most sure method to get them out, even not uh, that something is remaining inside the, the skin. But even if something is remaining, it's not dangerous. You pull them out, you do disinfection, and then uh, you, you observe the place where the tick has bitten, and. Uh, in case of, of changing in the 
biting side, you go to the physician and you... Uh, so, so, I mean, even if you rip off the hat and the hat st stays inside the skin, there's no danger attached to that? No, there's no danger. It's only the, uh, the, uh, the skin themselves is putting it out and uh, there's now more pathogen inside the, the head so that there's no higher risk of infection. It's very good to know. And what about children? The, the most important uh, thing you have to do is uh, to, to look afterwards, they were outside, whether they were bitten by ticks or they are still uh, ticks on the skin anywhere that could bite. And uh, it's easy if you do a shower after they were outside and uh, with the shower even ticks that are looking for, for biting site are washed away so that uh, uh, this shower you have two things you can do. You can uh, wash the ticks away but you can even look in the places where you don't normally uh, see uh, when they are closest uh, where the ticks are. And, and, and what about pets? I mean, I have two dogs, and you can see dogs there. Do I have to take a look at the pets when I'm home, if there are some ticks on them? Yes, it's really important. Uh, dogs and horses both are able to get Lyme disease and even TBE, so that it's important that they are controlled for ticks after you, they were outside in the nature and uh, they come back to home. Thanks so much for this interesting talk.